The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, my name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing social media is the new search engine. Joining me today is Eric Ritter, who's the CEO and founder at Digital Neighbor, which is a friendly full service SEO agency. Got a digital marketing question? Head over to their website and schedule a virtual coffee. They offer custom digital marketing solutions for businesses to thrive, including SEO, PPC, web design, email marketing, social media, and analytics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here's my conversation with Eric Ritter, CEO and founder of Digital Neighbor. Eric, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thank you, Tyson. It's always a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we had a a great series of questions and uh, interview kind of before. So happy to have you back on. And today we want to kind of dive into social media as, as a search engine and how that's kind of shifting the landscape. But maybe before we get into that, like, let's just take a moment to kind of touch on search in the greater sense. And I think we always refer to it. First thing I think of search, obviously, we always default to thinking in terms of Google. But when we think of search, there's also a variety of different search engines out there. 
You have Amazon within the e-commerce space. You have YouTube, which depending on who you talk to is the second or third largest search engine. And so we have like a few of these other things. How would you kind of set the stage for the listeners though of how to be thinking about search beyond just Google? Yeah, you bring up a good point there, Tyson. A lot of times when I have conversations with people and ask them, hey, what's the second largest search engine out there? A lot of times the answer is, oh, it's probably Bing or Yahoo or something like that. But to your point, YouTube is the number two or three search engine out there. And it's just uh, amazing how people discover content and search for it on YouTube. We've all gone on there looking for how-to videos, you know, it's uh, how to make a certain recipe or how to improve your golf swing or how to do anything out there. But it's not just YouTube. YouTube is, you know, is definitely partially social, partially video, partially a little bit of everything. But it's really happening on all kinds of social networks out there, right? And it's already happening now where people are searching for inspiration on Pinterest, right? And there's a reason why Pinterest rolled out shoppable pins, right? To take advantage of that. On Twitter, people are searching for news, right? They're going there to get the updates, the the latest things that are happening, especially with kind of the exciting new owner of Twitter, which we don't have time to get into. But, you know, that definitely draws people to search more there. Even Facebook, you could make the argument is a a search engine, right? So I'm searching for friends or for people or what are they up to? What is my high school sweetheart doing now? Or, you know, what's my aunt and uncle up to and searching directly on Facebook? And then Instagram, right? I think uh, pretty much everybody I know has purchased something off Instagram. It's really great for shopping and discovering products there. And you know, more and more people are out there and purchasing something directly there after searching on kind of a, a social network out there. Absolutely. And I think like one of the trends that I've been hearing and kind of seeing is especially in local related topics is you're seeing a big influx in whether it's Instagram, TikTok, a lot of social media presence when people are either maybe looking for restaurants or looking for some things to do in an area. And being that it brings a little life or something that's like a little more instantaneous from capturing. Like, so I think like, it's interesting to look at different types of queries or topics and questions can have these different kind of audience pools. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, bring that up. Instagram and TikTok are fantastic examples there, you know, with food and with shopping on the local level there, right? I teach here at the local university in Tampa, University of South Florida. And I tell you, the things I learn from my students every semester is unbelievable. So this semester, the big epiphany is that the students now, so we're talking about kids that are their early 20s, if they're going somewhere, So the example is, hey, I'm going to go over to Orlando and I want to have some ramen. The first thing they do is uh, open up TikTok and search for ramen in Orlando. And they watch the videos of influencers, of just normal people like you and me, or of uh, ramen restaurants that had posted on TikTok to figure out which ramen restaurant they want to go to. So it doesn't even enter their mind to search on a more traditional search engine or even search on the maps, right? Using Google Maps, Apple Maps, or any recommendations, they want to get 
that direct connection to someone else who has been to that restaurant, who's taken a video there, right? Because uh, it's not even about the search, how, where they're searching, but how they're searching, right? It's that visual search, wanting to see a video and wanting to have that trust that they have in someone authentic that they are getting by getting that recommendation directly on an engine or a search engine. I'm sorry, <laughs> see, I already called it a search engine there on a social media platform like TikTok, which honestly kind of blows my mind, but that's the reality that we're in right now. Yeah, and for me, it kind of reminds me of a narrative that we've heard from the past. And like, if we go back, I don't know, at this point, maybe like five to 10 years or something, it was like a lot of Google's narrative, at least within kind of like the AdWords platform, was how you have to be present in front of the users across different device types. And so it was like the rays of mobile, mobile Armageddon kind of thing coming in there. And so it was this push of like, hey, your users are interacting with your content, not just from their computer, but from their phones. And to me, like this narrative is still is kind of a continuation of the same concept where it's like, regardless, you have your users and you have them interacting with different mediums throughout their journey. And through that journey, sometimes it is within traditional search engines like Google or one of the others. And then sometimes these placements could be in these more emerging kind of social places. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So with that, and I think we're all like pretty comfortable with, you know, the buyer's journey, knowing that there's different stages of when we need to have these touch points with our consumers. What recommendations would you give for SEOs out there in whether utilizing information from these social channels or alternative search engines? or more of how do you combine and create more of a cohesive strategy across this? Yeah, that's the, the key question there, right? Kind of that cross-platform strategy there. And there's a lot of different directions to go here. And, you know, when I talk to people, when I talk to clients, is I always take it back to the business goals, right? What are we trying to achieve? What are we trying to, where are we trying to go here, right? And what makes the most sense there? 
Do we want to really go after college-age students? Yeah, then TikTok might be um, a great platform to go after. Are we looking for office workers that are on the older side? Then maybe Bing is a good way to go, right? So there's, it's just like, uh, it's always been like you brought up with the media mix, kind of making sure that you're the best possible steward of the resources, right? Because we all have limited resources to work with. So we need to come up with the best possible strategy there um, in order to um, achieve those goals. With that being said, is social media really started out much more for the discovery of product, right? Is where you would help people discover something there and the search engines were more traditional fulfilling that need someone who's raising their hand and searching for something saying i need this right now but kind of the the shift we're talking about here is that people are actually going to social media and uh, raising their hands and searching on there right so it's not just the discovery of products but it's also kind of almost becoming inbound marketing there on the the social networks which is really interesting so when you're thinking about your strategy, we're all very familiar with creating blog posts and creating content for the website. So I'm a big believer that that content strategy needs to include great content on the social platforms as well and to the social platform that's the most relevant for your business and your business goals, whatever those might be. You know, because we all forget about it. You know, LinkedIn is a fantastic social media platform, right? for businesses, for B2B out there. So that could be, you know, a simple strategy there. It's like, hey, let's um, create really good content on our website and let's create a, um, also really good content for LinkedIn in order to help achieve our business goals. It's a great point to coming back to like the business objective. Because I think with that, something that we could be overlooking is that simply like seeing where the demand is across these different placements or platforms. And so if we're breaking it down, as you said, into like, what's the business objective, we can then see, well, what is the search demand within Google? What's the relevant hashtags maybe and popularity of those hashtags within social channels? We could look at variances. And so I think it's knowing the audience and then seeing how you can connect those pieces. But I feel like a lot of times, even as SEOs, if we're looking for inputs to like our work within traditional SEO, like there's still advantages or values that can be derived from these. And you hit on it a bit with in social where you're talking about people are raising their hands and they're kind of more and to me it's almost more of a leading indicator on demand where a lot of times within search data when we're looking at search demand of a specific query we're oftentimes looking in a rearview mirror of we have historical data on the number of people searching something but it's not always the best kind of tool for maybe identifying emerging terms or things that people aren't searching for as much so I feel like there's kind of an opportunity within the social too that with that you could play into some of your SEO efforts for that. Like, have you seen or have you talked to anyone that has been been able to kind of use whether it's a social listening tool or something for like emerging topics on some of these other channels that might transfer into traditional SEO? 
Yeah, you bring up a, a lot of great points there. And something like I always like to say is keywords are still the basis of everything, right? And there might be different names for that, right? So it could be keywords, it could be search queries, it could be hashtags. To me, hashtags are nothing other than keywords with a pound symbol in front of them, right? Is it's uh, people trying to follow a certain topic or looking for something through kind of a grouping the hashtag represents, right? So there is a really cool tool to uh, the founder of Moz, now the, one of the, the co-founders, I believe, of a tool called SparkToro, Rand Fishkin put together. I'm a big fan of um, SparkToro and using it to kind of see more than just what a traditional keyword research tool might show you where it actually dives much deeper into the different social platforms, seeing what people are actually put, what kind of content people are putting out around certain topics, how people are describing certain topics. And it's just, uh, it's really eye-opening, right, to someone like an old school SEO like me who used to go to the Google Keyword Planner. That was our Bible for what people were interested in, what they were searching for. But now here we are and and the fundamentals are still true, right? So people are still searching and talking about things in certain ways, but they're talking all over the place now, right? They're talking on YouTube, they're talking on Twitter, they're talking just like us here on podcasts, you know, they're talking on blogs, et cetera. So um, I definitely recommend everyone to check out SparkToro or a similar tool to really kind of get a little bit more insight into how people are sediments people even have and how people are conversing about different topics and how you can even maybe as a brand or as an SEO insert yourself in there a little bit by joining those conversations, right? And so there's a lot of different ways to do that. And just in a nutshell, I'm still a big believer that your website should still be your hub for everything. And that's what you own. And that's where you want to drive people, where you want to drive traffic to. And there's a lot of different ways to do that, right? Through different social media channels, through different content that you're putting out there and getting them to your website there. Absolutely. And completely agree with the the shout out to SparkToro on that for understanding audiences, identifying other kind of facets that maybe you haven't looked at. It's a really interesting kind of pivot from like data sets and then how we're aggregating and organizing some of that information. And it's, it really sounds like to me that the underlining message that we're presenting to SEOs here is thinking about whether it's social specifically or alternative search engines, it's going back to the fundamentals of understanding your audience, understanding where they're having these conversations and then being present with those across. And it's really taking this holistic approach to your marketing efforts as a whole. But then also, I think there's a lot of these great opportunities for them to play and support off each other. What you said with having the website being the hub, the connection point to these, also potentially utilizing other tools for identifying new content. And just like a throwback kind of anecdote, Years back, I was doing some work with eBay and we were talking with the social team and pulling in some of the stuff that they had within social listening. And we started using that to identify emerging topics that we didn't have experiences for. And frankly, it was where I learned what 
or who BTS is. I wish I had no clue who BTS is. And then <laughs> shortly after this, I realized that they're one of the largest bands in the world. But still, it was something that hadn't come across the radar at that stage in traditional search. But it was something that had huge demand within social, which we later saw translate into search. So I think the big message that I would say to everyone is think about this holistically. Don't be as narrow focused into just the SEO channel, but how are you presenting a brand as a whole? And then how can you use those pieces to your advantage? All right, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Eric Ritter, CEO and founder at Digital Neighbor for joining us. Join us tomorrow as we will be discussing improving SEO with personal branding. If you can't wait until the next episode and would like to learn more about Eric, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter where his handle is at Eric Ritter or visit his company's website, digitalneighbor.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.